0: Faster than shit through a goose. More powerful than a 1973 Ford Pinto. Able to leap from the couch within a couple of tries. Look, over there. It's a rhino, it's a landmass, no, it's Captain Punishment. Working class, limp dick, bad guy, ass kicker. Operation Attack Squirrel presents the Captain Punishment Adventure Hour. This week's issue, Swiftus Pubertaeus, part two a Skag City Captain in King Arthur's Court. But first, a quick message from our sponsor.
1: This issue of the Captain Punishment Adventure Hour is brought to you by Victor Stalker's Persistent Love Potion. Now with 60% more chloroform. Victor Stalker's Persistent Love Potion. When the love of your life needs just a little more convincing.
0: Previously on the Captain Punishment Adventure Hour, the captain was arrested in Vietnam for selling knockoff Elvis merchandise. Also, the captain and his gang have been sucked into another dimension. We now find ourselves in Skagchester County, at the former location of the townhouse home for needies with powers and shit. Moments after everything within a five-mile radius was sucked into a tear in the dimensional fabric, the vacant land is silent for a few moments before a loud boom is heard. Everything is as it once was. Punishment, Lardman, Eugene, and Swift all stand in circus-type attire with colors of purple and green. They each look happy and content like they've all learned a new valuable lesson.
2: So, mark the Wonderful World of Oz off my bucket list. Man, if I ever see another skateboarding monkey again, it'll be too soon.
3: Yeah, I could do without the flower field. My allergies are, are killing me.
4: Oh, I know. I need my inhaler.
5: I swear, if I heard one more song from the Popsicle
3: Guild, it would have been there last.
4: Yeah, they were a little much.
3: Bunch of blushes, too.
4: You're one to talk. Fuck
3: you, Eugene. So, where do we leave off here? I have got
5: to get laid, you group of festering infected assholes!
2: Ah! Right... Big, big super fail on the Swift problem. So, what's next, Eugene? Find Swift a mate. Oh, shit.
3: Damn. It's all over. Oh, God. <laughs> Not
2: yet, buddy. Hey, it's the modern age with the smarter than you phones and the test book mailings or whatever. With all the dating sites I've been on, I, I, I mean, uh, heard about, uh, we should be able to fix you up in no time. Quick, everyone, to the internets!
0: Over the next few hours, our team of what now appeared to be pimps worked vigorously setting up interesting profiles across the web. No dating site was left unturned, as the group now waits for results.
5: Why isn't anyone messaging me?
4: Uh, You gotta give it time, Swift. It doesn't look good. By the mass blanketing of dating sites, we may have made Swift look desperate and unappealing. No, look, here's one. It's on uh,
2: UncleDaddy'sMixUp.com. Sam would like to meet up today. You down? You bet, Sam. Oh, she's already responded. On my way.
5: Huh, great. Uh, Wait, I'm not ready.
2: Can I help you? Yeah,
1: I'm here to see Swift.
2: Oh, you are,
5: are ya? Um, yeah,
1: uh, unless you're the authorities then I'm just here to hang out and talk and stuff. With a case of PBR? I get thirsty. I'll take that and you'll- Have a nice day. And I'll thank you, sir. Shit,
2: why does this keep happening? Huh, I think I know that guy.
5: So where is she, huh? 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 Huh?
2: He was a pervert, son.
5: Aw, oh, man. What am I gonna do?
2: Oh, hang on, I got an idea. There's one of these sites that we haven't tried. Uh, what's it called? Uh, chopper? Uh, humper, uh no. Humper? Uh, no, Grater. Grinder. Yeah, we need to put him on there. It's real popular,
4: but let's just change things up a bit.
3: Sir, <laughs> Grinder is a dating site for.
4: Why are you always butting in, Lardman? We should explore all avenues.
3: But.
2: There, we need to bait them in a little, so I took some liberties. Take a gander.
3: Uh, wait, who is that?
2: That's you. Sorta. Of. I used an old modeling photo of that actor, Bradley Krusen.
3: That is one handsome man. Not my type. Shut up. He's gorgeous. But why?
2: We need all the help we can get. See, you already have hits.
3: Actually, the hits keep coming.
2: Wow, there are thousands coming in by the second. What else did you put? Nothing much. A billionaire trust fund baby, likes to party, barely legal twink, DTF, whatever that stuff means.
4: Fantastic. Our server crashed.
2: Lardman, call Jerry the maintenance engineer. He'll get us back up. Even with the crash, there's got to be some decent prospects, am I right?
3: Grinder is a site exclusively for homosexual dating, sir. Really? So I'm still screwed!
2: Or not screwed... Because if you might be even a little gay, this could all go away a lot faster.
3: No, I'm pretty sure.
2: Okay, so the dating sites are a bust.
3: How about a school dance, sir?
2: Hmm, a school dance, you
3: say? Yeah, start off with some speed dating and dancing. Maybe some balloons, punch. Oh, and a theme.
4: I bet you didn't have a date for your prom, did you, agent?
3: I went stag. It was a thing back then, thank you. Kept my options open for later that night. And
2: you can tell your therapist about it at your next session. A dance sounds great. Make it happen, Lordman. Swift, stay in the lab until further notice. You
0: move, I break
2: you.
5: Understood.
0: Later that night, the entire student body came out for the first ever Sadie Hawkins speed dating dance. The gymnasium was packed with students dressed in formal attire. Some danced, while others participated in the speed dating. Our captain gives Swift a pep talk, just as the event is about to begin. Look, just be yourself. Don't let all the wacky brain juice make you act a fool.
5: Thanks, CP. Hope this works out, or I'll be back later to hump that leg.
0: Swift zips over to a table, where a very beautiful girl sits, looking chipper.
5: Hi, I'm Swift. Hello, I'm Monica. Hi. Uh, so, Swift. Monica, I bet I could get you out of that bra in 30 seconds flat. Oh. oh. <laughs> Mm, hello, I'm I'm Swift.
3: Hey, I'm Tracy.
5: Tracy, huh? Look more like a Phil to me. Uh sorry, with that stash, you remind me of my uncle. Uh, Hi, I'm Swift. Hi, Kendra. Kendra, I'm gonna give it to you straight. My speed powers are causing bad things to happen in my brain. And if I don't blow a super load within the next five days, I'm gonna die. So what do you say? You give a guy a hand? What's a super load?
4: Uh,
0: A short time later, a defeated Swift wanders into the infirmary with the rest of the group sadly following. Come on, guys. This can't be much of a shock. Now's
2: not the time, Eugene.
5: No, he's right. Prostitution was always going to be my best option.
4: Fine, give me my phone book. I got a number we can call. That won't be an option. Swift must interface with another anomaly. A normal human would not survive the encounter. Well, there's a new roadblock.
3: Sorry, little buddy. We tried. Thanks, Mr. Lardman. (sighs) So, which way to the dying pasture?
4: There's gotta be something we haven't tried.
6: I
3: wish there were, sir, but- There
4: may be one other thing- God
3: damn it, Eugene! Back
4: in the early part of the 6th century BC, there was a small remote island civilization in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, named Atlantia. What crap?! It has been rumored that the Atlanteans were an alien race that had once crash-landed on the island. Happy to be free of their oppressors, the humanoid beings lived there undiscovered for generations eventually they use their advanced technology to bond with the island giving themselves special abilities it has been said that some atlanteans could control water while others could control fire the winds or even the earth itself
3: what has this crap To do with anything.
4: If you'll stop being a nuisance, I was going to finish.
3: Then do it!
4: If the legends are true, the Atlanteans are the last known society on Earth to have dealt with speedsters.
3: So? So,
4: they have some kind of method to help with whatever this is. Plus, they were very sexual for such a primitive people. Very sexual. Like how sexual? Friday after dark, sexual. Nice.
3: So, let me get this straight. You want to go back in time to a possible fictional city in the hope aliens will have a solution to Swift's condition?
4: Yes, thank you for repeating what I just said. You are following along. Let's do it. Get
2: our resident time jumper Ernesto Robinson on the horn.
3: He's out of town, sir. He's currently the Grand Marshal of Carnival in Rio.
2: Lucky bastard. Think of all the beads, Lordman.
3: Sir, think about this. What he's proposing is, well, it sounds like
2: Come on, Largman. Sounds like a bitch in good time, right?
3: Fine. It kind of does.
4: I have a solution for the time jump based on our findings at the track. I just need the life-size gerbil wheel brought up from storage.
3: No. No fucking
5: way! Not again!
4: Okay, and another adjustment here, and... We are operational.
5: Okay. So let me know, and I can start humiliating myself. Sir,
3: how do we know this won't turn out like the track?
4: We don't. Just pissing into the wind here, Lardman. But sir... We're dealing with time now, not dimensions, so we'll be fine.
3: That's no argument.
4: All right, Swift, go! So Eugene, what's the purpose
2: here besides the obvious fun at Swift's expense?
4: Well, if my calculations are correct, which they are...
3: 99.9% of the time.
4: Go on. Right. Well, the theory is that if Swift generates enough speed on this wheel, then he might be able to create enough energy to power my time travel device.
3: Time travel? Come on. Give me a fucking break.
4: With my deluxe flux accelerator plugged into the wheel, I believe it is possible to generate the 221 gigavolts to make the trip to Atlantia. Interesting. All of us are just Swift? Come on. What do I look like? Some amateur? The whole room is wired. Wherever Swift goes, we go.
5: Hey, so what the fuck is supposed
4: to be happening, assholes? Hang in there, Swift. You're almost there.
0: Suddenly, the entire room and its contents disappear, hurtling back through time. The room rematerializes in Atlantia. Our heroes compose themselves and walk out the room's door. So we're
7: back to our seventh straight hour of Captain Punishment coverage here at Podcast Blizzard Fall. And, Bubba, what is your take on the captain landing in this supposed Atlantean arena? I mean, do do you think this is the real thing?
8: (laughs) Not at all, Matt. Hello. Wake up and smell the truth. I don't believe any of this for one second. Captain Punishment set this whole thing up. It's obvious. Look at all this crap. Everything looks cheap, and thrown together. None, none of these costumes are props. They don't look authentic at all.
7: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just about to say that, Bubba. I mean, where did they get these sets? It, it almost seems like they're left over from, like, the original Clash of the Titans or something.
8: Right, and not only that, it looks, when I look at them, I look like the Medusa did in the original Clash of the Titans, a.k.a. rubbery and shocked and upset. I mean, this stuff... I mean, give me a break. Go to the, the chat room. Here we go. Movie Freakout 899. He's in the chat room. You know what he's saying? He said it's one thing punishment does well is he makes good things worse. I mean, this <laughs> arena speaks volumes, Matt.
7: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look around. Who would really be fooled by all of this?
2: Lardman, you brought
7: these guys.
3: I may have slipped them in. Just give them another chance.
2: They better not hurt my feelings this time.
3: No guarantees. Silence!
8: Finally! Oh, some someone's yelling something. I hope it's cut, so we can get out of here.
3: Look up there! In that balcony!
6: Who
8: dares interrupt the breakfast entertainment of
6: Prince Joffrey Tinnitus, heir to King Arthur Tinnitus, ruler of all Atlantia?
2: Yeah, we're sorry. Just passing through. If you could just show us the exit, we'll be on
6: our way. You dare insult me in my own court? You You take your leave when the Prince prince commands! (laughs) Uncle Jamie the Queen Lair, what is the penalty for upsetting of the Prince? A stern talking to. (laughs) (coughs) Fine. Someone's in a mood. The penalty is death, my lord. Yes! Death! (coughs) These strange interrupters (laughs) shall die by the law of Atlantia, Atlantia. for this is Atlantia. Atlantia!
4: Atlantia! 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 Yeah, Swift, I'm still not convinced you're worth all this, but it is very educational.
0: Yelling at the top of his lungs is the livid Prince of the Atlanteans, Joffrey Tinnitus. The prince was a small, weasley boy with crooked teeth and a hooked nose. As pointed out in the previous issue, some Atlanteans manifest powers by connecting to the elements. The prince had yet to develop any abilities, and that turned him into a jealous, cruel, and arrogant brat. Hey, Eugene, come here a sec. Yeah, what is... (laughs) it?
2: Hey, you're... you're choking me. can get, get convicted here!
9: Release that boy at once. No, no life sees well in my presence without the King's say-so.
0: In that split second, King Arthur Tinnitus appeared next to his son. The King was a very large, handsome male with a long blonde mane. Dressed in his ocean-colored armor, he waves his large strident at the captain and shouts,
2: Tides to thee!
0: Splashing through various vents in the arena, several tidal waves rush toward our hero. The ocean waters knock punishment off his feet and carry him across the
3: field. Oh, I can't swim! Captain, use your gun. It could be a flotation device.
4: From this angle, he really looks like these.
9: What trouble are you causing this morning, Joffrey, my
6: son? I have done nothing. These men interrupted my breakfast entertainment. I was only punishing them like I thought you would, father. Uncle Jamie, gaze upon my father's accuracy and precision. His waves only took out the obese one. (laughs) Yes, yes. How many times do I have to see it before it becomes tedious?
9: Watch your tongue, anus suckle, before I empty your insides with my cool streams.
6: Promises, promises, my lord. Can we please get back to the death of these interlopers, father? The chubby one is still trying to get off his feet.
2: Oh, help! I can't get up. Oh, come on! This is getting
6: silly. Ugh. That leaves three others. I believe they are in violation of Atlantean law. I was about to sacrifice them to-
9: One moment son, these men just appeared here. It is not wise to immediately destroy them.
6: But I want them dead!
9: I know you do, but to be a good king you must learn patience and understanding. I want them dead! Jamie, please, help make the boy understand.
6: The boy listens to no one, sire. You know that. You're his father, as far as you know. What was that? Nothing. Silence! I was about to hand down my ruling. Do what you must. You three have been sentenced to death. By Atlantean law, you shall be forced to do battle in the Atlantean skirmish of
4: bloodshed. Well, it's been nice knowing you guys. I'll be heading back now. It appears
6: the odd-looking one is preparing to escape, my lord. I have eyes, imbecile. No one is dismissed until I decree it. Daddy! But, son, I really must... Just do what I say, Daddy!
9: Tied to thee.
0: Once again, the waves arrive on the arena floor, flowing inside the time machine, rendering it useless.
4: No, water's not good for the conductors. If I find that my Deluxe Flux Accelerator has been damaged in any way, you will hear from my attorney, sir. Daddy! Silence! Anybody else need a new change of underpants?
6: Fuck this guy. Since
4: you have dared to insult the son of the greatest
6: ruler in Atlantean history...
9: Pfft, yeah right. Would you in your insolent tone like to join them, Jamie? N- no sire. Are you sure? It's a huge arena. I'm positive we could make room.
6: My apologies, Great One.
9: Huh. Apologies only go
6: so far. Will you two be quiet? These fools are growing more disobedient. Please, Father, take your frustrations out on them.
9: My eyes are always on you, Jamie. <sniffs> and, and now, now the Atlantean, Atlantean, skirmish Atlantean skirmish of bloodshed!
5: Hey, King! I'm on the clock! Either make with the bloodshed, or show me where the loose girls hang out around here, cause I got shit
6: to do! Swift! Insolent little, Insolent little worm. worm! No, no one, one speaks, speaks to us that, that way! way. RELEASE THE SEA Hey
4: Swift, just for future reference, the next time you get that nagging urge to be yourself, uh, just ignore it. My son, you can't be serious. The Sea Gantuan? Isn't
9: that a bit extreme? Besides, he and I are not on good terms
6: lately. So, things were said that could never be taken back, but by calling him now father, you can work through your issues. Now stop questioning me and get my sea
0: It's best not to upset him any further, my king.
9: I will tell your mother about this.
0: Do it. See if I care. King Arthur puts his hands on his head and sends a telepathic signal out to the sky.
9: Great Sea Gantuan, I humbly request your presence this day. We bow before...
6: Hey, Sea Beast, get up here. We need some killing done. Geoffrey, be quiet. So
5: how long do I have to wait? Jesus. Shut up, Swift!
0: The three men look up toward the heavens, just as lightning flashes and heavy rains appear. Off in the distance, the faint bubbling of water could be heard getting louder. Louder.
3: Anything in that superbrain on what this might be, Eugene?
4: I have no clue, but I'm guessing our survival rate is five to ten percent. A very conservative estimate.
5: Hey guys, I'm officially worried now!
0: Leaning over the walls of the arena was the enormous Sea gantuan. <coughs> Towering over the top of the arena, several stories high, was a creature of horrifying proportions. Part fish, part dragon, it scooped up crowd members with each of its six hands. One mushy pile after the next, feeding on the unsuspecting crowd. And now, a quick message from our sponsor.
1: This issue of the Captain Punishment Adventure Hour is brought to you by Victor Stalker's Persistent Love Potions. When you're tired of mixed signals, take the guessing out of dating.
6: Hey!
1: Victor Stalker's Persistent Love Potions. Our potent musk will guarantee they stick around.
0: Ah. Will our heroes be eaten by the Sea gantuan? Can they escape Prince Joffrey's wrath? Will Captain Punishment ever strangle Eugene? Find out next week when Captain Punishment competes in the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Same cap time, same cap station. This issue was written by Mac Welch, illustrated by Tony Perry, inked by
3: Emily O'Connor,
5: Danielle Hernandez,
0: Mike Horton, colored by Jeremiah Jerkowitz, Ali Sitar, Zach Held, Kevin Voss, lettered by RJ Batia, Amber
5: Malat, Sevens Martinez, Amy Huey,
0: edited by Michael Hall, published by Brenda Welch. This issue of the Captain Punishment Adventure Hour featured special guest stars.
8: This is Bubba. You can check me on Twitter at Fit and Trim. That's F-I-T-T-E-N-T-R-I-M on Twitter. And you can please download my The Joffrey Podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher. Put it on your phone and it'll be there as well.
7: I'm Matt Murdick. I am from podcastwinterfell.com. That's a podcast about Game of Thrones, and you can find me at Winterfell Pod on Twitter.
0: This issue was recorded at... Plain Truth Entertainment
2: Recording Studio NYC.
0: And engineered by...
2: Steve Sola, a.k.a. The Mix King.
0: Yeah! Pussycat, pussycat, meow,
4: meow. Pussycat, pussycat, meow, meow. Pussycat, pussycat, meow, meow. Pussycat, pussycat meow. meow. Pussycat, meow.